I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you about a cloistered woman whose visions, writings, and spiritual direction helped establish England's rich spiritual Christian tradition. This is the story of Julian of Norwich. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 15 on page 282 of the prayer book. Lord, who shall dwell in your tabernacle? Or who shall rest upon your holy hill? Whoever leads an uncorrupt life and does what is right and speaks truth from his heart. He has not spoken deceitfully with his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and has not slandered his neighbor. In his eyes the wicked is rejected, and he makes much of those who fear the Lord. He swears to his neighbor and disappoints him not, though it were to his own hindrance. He has not given his money for usury, nor taken a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown." Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. How much impact can a person have, cloistered away from the world, devoted to prayer and writing? 
it turns out that person can have enormous impact. Let me tell you the story of Julian of Norwich. Julian was born in 1342 near Norwich, Norfolk, England, and at an early age, she committed herself to her faith, first living as a recluse in the countryside. On May 13, 1373, at the age of 30, Julian fell gravely ill. The Black Plague had been going through Norwich, so we're not sure if she was infected by the plague or some other disease, but after six days of intense pain, Julian was given last rites. And on the seventh day, she miraculously recovered. Soon after her recovery, Julian received a series of 15 visions of Christ's passion. She would go on to spend the rest of her life trying to make sense of these visions. These visions, or what she called showings, were collected in her most famous work, Revelations of Divine Love. Julian's writings displayed a remarkable depth of theological understanding. For example, in one of her early showings, Julian is struggling to understand the purpose of her illness, leading her to reflect upon the effects of sin and death experienced by all people. And then she sees the suffering Jesus on the cross and hears these words, All shall be well, all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Immediately, she understood that Jesus Christ had taken on himself her own sufferings, as well as the sufferings of the world, in order to make all things well. Julian's Revelations of Divine Love is considered one of the earliest books written by a woman in the English language. And when asked about the meaning of these showings, Julian wrote, Know it well, love was his meaning. Who showed it to you? Love. What did he show you? Love. Why did he show it? For love. After writing all of her showings, Julian became an anchoress, a person living in seclusion in a room attached to a church, devoting herself to prayer and spiritual counsel to all who would speak to her through the small window in that sealed shut cell. In Julian's case, her cell was attached to the Church of St. Julian in Norwich. Anchorites had to first undergo an elaborate selection process to make sure they were truly called to this uniquely difficult life of seclusion. Once Julian had been selected, a liturgy would have been conducted by the Bishop of Norwich, including the singing of the psalms from the Liturgy for the Dead. The liturgy was a kind of funeral for the anchorite, during which Julian would have been led into her cell and the door would have been shut and then permanently sealed. She would remain enclosed in her cell, the only opening to the world a single window for the rest of her life. You can visit Julian's cell still today. Many came to seek out Julian's spiritual direction, to visit with her and pray with her at the window of her anchorage, including clergymen, Marjorie Kemp, the famous English Christian mystic, and Julian's ministry and writings clearly had a definitive impact on the English spiritual tradition. 
Julian's call involved a kind of seclusion that was a kind of death, a death to the world in many ways. But so it is for all of us who follow after Jesus Christ and whatever our calling may be. As Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, when Christ calls a man, he calls him to come and die. And so it is with every calling placed before us. There is a death of sorts involved, but it's a death that brings us to life. As Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the story of Julian of Norwich, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Colic for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. 
Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with prayer number 92. For Satisfaction in Christ, on page 673, this is a prayer written by Julian of Norwich. O God of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough for me. I can ask for nothing less that is completely to your honor. And if I do ask anything less, I shall always be in want. Only in you. I have all. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org. And we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.